When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. On this episode of Newt's World, I'm joined by members of my Inner Circle Club for a fascinating conversation about a wide range of issues and topics on their minds. We hold these regular video conference calls so that we can have an honest discussion about what is happening in America today. I find it extraordinarily helpful to me personally in helping think through the issues that are facing us. So I hope you'll find this episode of Newt's World informative. And if you'd like to become a member of my Inner Circle Club, please go to newtsinnercircle.com and sign up for a one- or two-year membership today. Obviously, one week out from the election, that's going to be our biggest single topic tonight. I do want to take just a minute to mention Paul Pelosi, who Chris and I were with in Rome a little while back, and he's a nice man, and he's in our prayers. I hope he'll be in your prayers. That kind of attack shouldn't happen to anybody. There were nine attacks in San Francisco that day, and the person who did attack him was an illegal immigrant who shouldn't have been in the United States. Just one more example of what's wrong with the system. And furthermore, a guy who apparently was deranged. But nonetheless, I think all of us should have Paul in our prayers. I also, before I get into what's actually happening, I want to encourage you to vote and to make sure that all your friends and neighbors vote. The bigger the turnout, the better off we're going to be. All of the underlying indicators are that things are moving in our direction. I want to take you through a bunch of states really quickly. And then we'll toss it open for questions and comments. But if you start in the Northeast, in New Hampshire, 
where Maggie Hassan, I've always thought as a Democratic senator, was probably the weakest incumbent up for re-election. Don Baldock is now getting very close to matching her. And I think when the full impact of the rise in heating oil prices hits in New Hampshire, that she's probably going to lose. But that's not one I would count on, but it's very likely going to come our way. In Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, the lieutenant governor, was so bad. I mean, it was cringing how bad he was. It was like you had to feel sorry for the guy. But nonetheless, the result of that was that Fetterman dropped behind Memedaz. And I think now it's very likely that Memedaz is going to win Pennsylvania. In North Carolina, the Democrat Beasley turned out to be pro-crime and anti-police. And Ted Budd now is up by a substantial margin. And I'm pretty confident that Budd is, in fact, going to keep that seat on the Republican side. In Georgia, Herschel Walker, I think to almost everybody's surprise, won the debate with Warnock. People assume that the Democratic Senator Warnock, who's a professional preacher and spends every Sunday in the pulpit, that he would win a debate. People, I think, even Herschel's supporters were worried that Herschel wouldn't be able to handle being on stage. Instead, just the opposite happened. Walker was very prepared. He did a great job. Cliss and I watched the whole debate. And I can tell you that in the polling data, it shows that by a plurality, people thought that Walker won. I think he's now beginning to pull ahead. And he's being helped by the meltdown of Stacey Abrams, who's just kind of going nuts, and has said some things like her most recent comment that the 109 sheriffs who had endorsed the governor were doing so because they wanted to be able to lock up black people. Now, I mean, first of all, she got every sheriff in the state mad at her. Second, the average person knows it's just plain not true. And it made her sound kind of like she's whacked out. I've been telling people that the Democratic Party is splitting into two wings, a weird wing and an insane wing. And I think with that comment, she began to move herself into the insane wing. In Ohio, J.D. Vance is ahead of Democrat Tim Ryan. And the fact is, Ohio has been coming steadily and steadily more Republican. So I'm pretty confident that Vance is going to end up winning. In Wisconsin, where Ron Johnson has always had very close races, the fact is that Mandela Barnes, the Democrat lieutenant governor, is a radical. His position on crime is comparable to Fetterman's. And the result has been that as Johnson's campaign has made clear how radical Barnes is, that Barnes has fallen behind. Calista and I just spent the weekend in Wisconsin. We saw a lot of Johnson signs and one Mandela Barnes sign. We were in northern Wisconsin and west central Wisconsin in areas where you might have seen a lot more Democrats 10 years ago. But Mandela Barnes is just too radical for Wisconsin. In Colorado, a race I have some hope for, Joe O'Day, who's a business executive and clearly an independent, probably the least Trump-like candidate for the U.S. Senate this year on the Republican side, but he's not breaking through. And the last couple of polls show Senator Bennett winning handily. And my guess is we will not, in the end, be competitive in Colorado. Nevada, on the other hand, Catherine Cortez Masto, the Democrat, has a very weak position. And Adam Laxalt, the former attorney general of Nevada, is a very solid, maybe the best prepared candidate in the country on the Republican side. And he is generally now pulling ahead of her, and I fully expect him to win, partially because the Latino vote almost everywhere in the country is drifting away from the Democrats, based in particular on the cost of living, 
and on the radicalism of the schools, which deeply offends Latino families, and also the fact that Latinos who are here legally don't particularly like the idea of 4 million people crossing the border illegally. So that is a place where seeing themselves as legal Americans overrides any kind of ethnic relationship to Venezuelans or Cubans or Guatemalans who happen to be coming here. In Arizona, I've always felt that Mark Kelly was beatable because he doesn't vote for Arizona. He basically votes with the radicals. In one 13-hour period, he voted against adding 13,000 Border Patrol agents and in favor of adding 87,000 Internal Revenue Service agents. And I just thought, given the Arizona problems with illegal immigration, that that by itself probably could beat him. Blake Masters, the Republican nominee, is doing very well and is actually, I think, beginning to move up in the polls. And today, the independent candidate, or yesterday, the independent candidate for the Senate withdrew from the race and endorsed Blake Masters, which gave him, I think, a big boost. I'll be on the campaign trail a little bit this week. I'm going to Pittsburgh for Mehmet Oz for a couple of events on Thursday. I'm going to Charleston, South Carolina, and Tampa, Florida with Kevin McCarthy on Saturday, and then to McAllen, Texas, for the three Latina Republican candidates for Congress in Texas on Sunday. And on Monday, we'll be in Virginia Beach. So Kevin had asked me to come and travel with him some, and I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. I want to thank you for being a member of the Inner Circle. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Mr. Speaker, good to be with you. Thank you so much for your observations now. What role do you think the Paul Pelosi attack will have on the election results, if any? I don't think any real role. I think, you know, most voters are aware that language has been too harsh. They're also aware that President Biden's speech in Philadelphia was probably the most hateful speech given by an American president attacking his own people, certainly in modern times. They're aware that Steve Scalise, the Republican whip, was shot while practicing with the congressional baseball team by a Sanders supporter. And they're aware that Zeldin, the candidate for governor, was attacked by a man this summer and that Chuck Schumer stood in front of the Supreme Court and threatened several Supreme Court members by name if they voted wrong in his judgment on the abortion case. So there's certainly more than enough hostility going around. But the other factor, which should be driven home to all of us, there were nine people assaulted that day in San Francisco. Paul Pelosi tragically was attacked, but I was asked about police protection for members of Congress, and I said, I'm totally opposed to it. In fact, what we ought to be trying to do is make cities safe for everybody, not just safe for the powerful and the rich. I think that the guy who attacked him was an illegal immigrant, should not have been in the United States, was clearly weird, was using drugs, was a nudist for whatever that's worth, and was described by people in his neighborhood as sort of crazy. So unfortunately, we have a crisis in this country between drug addiction, homelessness, and unwillingness to deal with violent crime. And all those things are compounded. But I don't think politically that the tragic attack on Paul Pelosi has any particular impact on the average voter who's much more impacted by the price of food, the price of gasoline, and by local crime that they see every night on the local news. Hi, Newt. Congratulations. You've done a great job of helping lead this party. And I really want to say how grateful I am to have you be able to do that. My question is about Ukraine. I think Biden is basically mishandling this. And what really scares me the most right now is he's moved the 101st Airborne into Romania. What do you think about that? Well, I think that sending signals that any attack on NATO would be an attack on all the members, including the United States, is the right thing to do. I'm not particularly worried by the 82nd going into Romania. I think that it's important that Putin understand that there really are boundaries to what he can get away with, and that attacking any member of NATO, whether it's Romania or Poland or further north, the Baltic states, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, any of those would be basically starting a war. And I think that Putin understands, given how badly his military has performed in Ukraine, that he would clearly lose such a war decisively. So I think we want to make sure he has no confusion about what would happen if he crossed over and began to fight with the NATO powers, and it would be all of us. I mean, I think every country in NATO would be committed to defeating Russia if Putin started that kind of a war. Yes, hello, and thank you for leading us, the United States, to freedom again and giving people the motivation to come together to make this happen. Kind of reminds me of a few years ago. My question is this, how can the rules for elections mandate at least one debate before early voting begins, if we even have to have early voting? And how can we make the change, starting with someone like myself, who is like on a government relations committee here where I live? I'm not sure you can mandate that particular provision. 
I'd like to see us restrict voting to maybe one week or at most two weeks before the election, because in Pennsylvania, as you know, 600,000 people had voted before they had the one debate they were going to have. Remember, there are places like Arizona where the Democratic nominee for governor isn't going to debate, period, ever. But what you could do is have a more reasonable length of time so you could actually focus the campaign and people could have a pretty good bit of knowledge when they did vote. But I would say you could have a longer period if you had a justified absentee, like you're going to be out of the country or you're going to be off on business or something, but then have a shorter period, maybe two weeks. I don't know why we have to start voting more than two weeks before the election. Hi, Newt. And I agree with your prior guest that your voice is so important to all of us out there. I think you're a grounding and a sounding voice for all of us. So thank you very much. My question is, what impact do you think some of the elections that are happening ex-U.S., like in the U.K. and Italy and Brazil and some of those economies, some of the changes that are happening ex-U.S., what impact do you think that might be having here in the U.S.? I'm not sure that it directly feeds over. I mean, you had a vote in Italy for sort of an Italy first party, sort of parallel to Trump. You have chaos in Great Britain. I've never seen anything like the mess that they're in. And I don't know that there's any lesson one can learn from that right now, except that you have a conservative party that's been in power a long time and looks like it's lost its mind, and I think has in real danger of losing the next general election. You have in Brazil, a former president who's a left winger, just made a comeback by a very narrow margin against an extremely conservative populist incumbent president who is currently refusing to accept the results. I'm not sure what lessons there are for us, except that everywhere you turn, people are dissatisfied. They're feeling economic pain. They think the world is sort of out of control, and they're voting for their own national interest. I mean, that was certainly the case in Italy, and it's certainly, I think, the case of what's driving the confusion in British politics. I think Brazil's a slightly different case in that a little bit more like 2020, in that the entire national establishment in Brazil ganged up on the incumbent right-wing populist president and brought back a guy who actually had just served some jail time, but has now gotten reelected as a populist left swinger. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Well, thank you for accepting my question. And I love and learn so much from all your podcasts. And I wanted to thank you for encouraging us. And I always feel very positive after listening to them. Today, I read that Pennsylvania's Department of State has sent out 249,000 ballots to unverified voters in the 2022 election. And it's up to each county election board to verify the identity of each voter after they receive the ballot. So what safeguards that you are aware of may be in place in Pennsylvania to ensure that unverified votes are not counted? Thank you. It's a great question. I don't have an answer to that. And I think that it's crazy. Think about it. 249,000 ballots in an election which could be decided by a couple thousand. It's just mind numbing. And of course, it's a Democratic secretary of state in a state which has a long history of vote theft, particularly in Philadelphia. You've asked a great question. I'm going to ask my folks to check and see what is the provision and how likely is it they will actually verify that they're real voters as opposed to somebody who goes out and picks up 10 of them and votes 10 times. I don't know. It's a great question. I'll try to find out an answer. My name is Andre Siegenthaler in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have a different question. Would Tulsi Gabbard be welcomed by the Republican Party if she decided to join? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I didn't realize it until she decided to leave the Democratic Party. And I was talking to Kevin McCarthy. Kevin not only likes her, he was in her wedding and he used to go bicycle riding with her parents. So I would say the odds are very high that Tulsi will be pretty well accepted in the Republican Party. She has certainly been campaigning all over the country. And I think that she's an attractive and an articulate and a courageous person. And I think she's been helpful to all the Republican candidates as she's gone around the country. So I'm a big fan of her. She did a podcast with me recently. We occasionally email each other and have over the years. I certainly would welcome her and think she'd be a great addition to the Republican Party. We'll give them Liz Cheney and they can give us Tulsi Gabbard. How's that? Good afternoon, Mr. Speaker. My question concerns Tiffany Smiley in the state of Washington, knowing that's a very blue state. What is her probability of persevering there? I think she has a pretty good chance of winning. In fact, the Democrats now agree, and they just poured an additional $3 million into a race that they would have told you back in January wasn't going to be even close. She's very attractive personally. She has a great record. She intervened when her husband lost both eyes in an IED attack in Iraq. She worked and got him to be the first officer who's blind ever to remain on active duty in the U.S. Army. 
She's got a great story to tell. And I'm told by a number of people in Washington State that Patty Murray's been there too long, that they're tired of her. She's been there, I think, over 30 years, and that they're tired of her and that she doesn't do any work anymore. And this is sort of a bad year to have that hanging over you. So I think the odds are maybe not quite even money, but close to even money that Tiffany's going to be able to win. Newt, I'm a big supporter of you. I read your book and enjoyed it very much. Why can't we get the information from that laptop? Well, I think with the new Republican Congress, they will. I mean, the FBI has done everything it could to sit on that case, to minimize it, and to weaken our ability to find out the truth. And when you realize that Hunter Biden was getting money from Romania, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, and China, and that a good bit of it came while his father was the vice president, there's something really deeply suspicious. And it tells you about the corruption of our Justice Department, that they have been trying to smother it and hide it rather than dig into it and expose it. We have a write-in question from Sandy from Wisconsin. Sandy would like to know, Republican rhetoric regarding the economy has somewhat echoed some of the ideas and policies attempted by Liz Truss before being removed from office. In the modern domestic and geopolitical environment, how can Republicans avoid repeating some of the mechanical failures of Truss's government experience? Well, I think what they tried to do there was turn so radically that the amount of debt they were going to build up was going to guarantee breaking the pound. And that's why it all collapsed within about a week or 10 days. The market just said, this is impossible. You can't do that. As many of you know, I am the only speaker in the House to have authored four consecutive balanced budgets in your lifetime. I think we can get back to balancing the budget. And in that process, we can be cutting taxes, get basically eliminate the inflation, get back to the 1.4% inflation rate that we had under Trump. There are policies that will clearly get us there. I think that you have to do it in a practical, common sense way. She tried to pivot much too fast, and they didn't look at the realities, both of selling it inside their own party and of what would happen, what the market reaction would be to that radical change. And that's why it all fell apart. We have another question that was a write-in from Frank in Ohio. Frank writes, can you tell us a bit about what your experience was the first few months after becoming speaker? How did you get people organized to execute on the promises in the contract with America? Well, it's a great question. And the truth is we spent all year getting them ready. Everybody understood the contract when they signed it in September. We had Bob Walker, a congressman from Pennsylvania, run a school on parliamentary procedure for our members because we'd had no Republicans who had actually ever served in a Republican majority, except Bill Emerson of Missouri, who had been a page back in 1954. We had a couple of Democrats who'd been in the majority who switched parties and became Republican, but no Republican had served in the majority. So we did a lot of training in November and December. If you look at the contract carefully, a point which Chuck Schumer made in a book he wrote back in 2007, it was both a political document to win the election, but it was also a management document. It said, look, this is what we're going to do for the first 100 days. And so in a sense, that made it pretty easy because you just had to sit down and lay out a roadmap and say, this is what we committed to and we're going to actually keep our word. And that allowed us to have a real focus for organizing the House. And that was an enormous advantage. 
Good deal. It has been reported that this country's fuel reserves are dwindling fast. Diesel fuel apparently is in real trouble. Will the Republicans, assuming they win enough races to make a difference, be able to turn our fossil fuel crisis around and in spite of Joe Biden's opposition? What do you think? Well, look, I think if Biden wants to fight, he can. He will have the presidency. He'll have the power of veto. It's unlikely that we will get a big enough majority to override his veto. On the other hand, we're down to about 27 days of diesel fuel. And diesel fuel comes from the same molecule as heating oil. So in the Northeast, this is a real crisis. It's almost unbelievable how bad these guys are and how dumb they are. The result is that they're stumbling into bigger and bigger problems. I think what you'll see is a very serious Republican effort to pass legislation to reestablish energy independence, to bring down the price of gasoline, and to increase dramatically the supply of diesel fuel. And that'll be a huge fight starting in January. And I think the country will be overwhelmingly on the side of energy independence and will think that the left-wingers are just crazy for deciding that pain is better than solving the problem. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Our last question this evening, Newt, comes from Paul in Idaho. Paul asks, what would what do you think the priority should be for a Republican-led Congress? Well, I think the first priority should be to reestablish energy independence. The second priority should be to complete the fence and actually take control of the southern border and stop all illegal immigration. The third priority ought to be to eliminate the 87,000 internal revenue agents that the president wants. You can go on from there. I actually recommend to all of you, go look at commitmenttoamerica.com, which is the site of all of the different things, about 150 policy proposals that the House Republicans have put out. It's a very good document. I really do recommend that you take a look at commitmenttoamerica.com, and you'll see all the things that they're committed to. And I think they're going to be very busy and very energetic and very active. Let me thank all of you for calling in. And let me just say, I really appreciate you being members of the Inner Circle. If you have friends you think would like to participate in these kind of calls, please encourage them to go and join Newt's Inner Circle and to come visit us at Gingrich360.com. And remember also to tell your friends that we do three free weekly podcasts that they can sign up for at Newt's World. And we'd love to have them be part of that audience. So thank you very much for joining us tonight. And we look forward to reporting to you again. It's going to be an amazing election and we'll have a lot to talk about. Thank you for listening. And thank you to members of my Inner Circle Club. If you'd like to become a member, please go to newtsinnercircle.com and sign up for a one or two year membership today. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Garnsey Sloan. Our producer is Rebecca Howell, and our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.